Well, hey, folks, this is day two of the Skagit County Fair, and Don Wick and I have the pleasure of doing an interview with two friends. There are a couple of young ladies who grew up here in uh, Mount Vernon and have known each other since, gosh, forever, huh, guys? Yeah. Yeah. I want to introduce you to Sophia and uh, Erica, and... Um, they are going to, well, they're involved in a program called what? The Bridge Program? Summer Bridge. Summer Bridge, yeah. The Summer Bridge. Why don't you guys, first of all, tell us a little bit about Summer Bridge Program? Um, it's more of a, it's a college course that is required that, um, it's, I forgot what the class is called, but it helps you get familiar with the resources and tools that are being used at the college at Skagit and um, yeah it's really helpful everyone is, has to take it and luckily for us it's getting funded and we get to take it for free basically oh that's awesome and uh, Sophie I think you said you were uh, going into uh, planning to go into nursing yeah um, that's my goal I've been wanting to do that for a while now um, but I'm going to Skagit to do my prereqs for two years and hopefully transfer to UW and get into the nursing program. Oh, that's outstanding. So, and Erica, you said your goal ultimately is be a dental hygienist? Yeah, I want to do two years at Skagit to do my prereqs and get a transfer degree to hopefully Bellingham Technical School. Excellent. So, do you guys come to the fair every year? Uh, yes. How long have you been coming to the fair? Mm, I've been coming since my sixth grade year, so for like six years now. Yeah? Yeah. Come here with your family? Um, no. I first started coming here with my friends, actually. Ah. My, my parents aren't very, like, they like going out a lot. Yeah. So it was like, like, I didn't even know there was a fair here until like my <laughs> sixth grade year, so it was pretty cool. How about you, Sophia? How, how far back um, does your fair experience go? I come every year since I can remember, honestly. It's like a family tradition of ours. We come usually on the Friday, my entire family, all my aunts, my mom's sisters, my nieces. We come and walk around, try all the good food they have here. So, so what do you think about, you know, in the last few years, uh, I'm thinking about uh, the Latin stage and all the fantastic uh, uh, Latino entertainment that's been going on. You guys enjoy that as well? Yeah. 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 It's really nice seeing that go on stage. There's a lot of they have a lot of um, a big audience. Yeah, it's really nice, really cool. It's no, it's fantastic to see all the families out here. Uh, what are your favorite things to do at the fair, guys? Um, I love going on the rides. Uh -huh. I love going, especially on the zipper. Um, I know there's a different. I found out that there's different experiences you'll take on the zipper depending on the side you're on. So I like going on the left side. The left scarier. side of the zipper. Yeah. Okay, folks, you heard it from Erica. If you want the scariest ride on the zipper, you want to go sit on the left side. Yeah. How about you, Sophia? Um, my favorite part about the fair, what I like to do the most, is getting the deep fried Oreos. Oh, my God. I just had some before I came over here. They're oh my so God. good. You're the second person we've talked to <laughs> that really uh, gave the, the deep fried Oreos a big shout out. Yeah, they're super good. They are on the right side of the fair in the very end in the corner by the, um, the pony rides, I think, or the horse rides. Really All good. Right. You guys should give them a shot. They're really good. 
Okay, I'm wondering though, would it be advisable to uh, tank up on deep fried Oreos and then sit on the left side of the zipper? Could that be a problem? Oh my gosh, probably. What if you get sick? Probably. I say do it after. Yeah. Do it after. I say before you go home. Yeah, your Oreos snack before you go home. All right. Well, we've gotten a couple of good tips already. Left side of the uh, zipper and uh, the deep fried Oreos. Yes. And um, well, guys. I really appreciate you coming out here and talking with us. Thank you Thank so you. much. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you really. And I've what, never seen anything like this no. at the fair either. Are you guys? This is the second year that second we've done year? this. Yeah, and we're looking forward to doing it many I, more I years like to it. come. It's a good so, opportunity. Well, yes. come back and visit us because this is a way of preserving our history as, yeah. as uh, the Skagit Valley because the fair sure. is an important part of that. And by the way, I had one more thing I wanted to ask you, Sophia, before yeah. we uh, hit record. You were telling me about uh, something you participated in at Skagit Valley College I thought was very cool. Tell us oh, about uh, that. Oh, uh, Mount Vernon, at the Mount Vernon High School. Or at Mount Vernon High yeah. School, I'm When sorry. I was in high school, I did um, a class called MVHS TV. And it's basically um, our YouTube channel for the high school, and the students run it and produce it. We edit our own videos, we film. Um, my I actually had a big role in that my senior year and most of my junior year, but mainly senior year. Um, I went out and recorded football games, soccer games, school events, and wow. just talked to students around campus talking about what they thought about the high school. I even did some videos on like when we got back after our first year of COVID. Well, that sounds like that could be another opportunity uh, for a career as well, if, uh, if the nursing thing doesn't quite pan out, yeah, but I'm sure I've it will. Yeah, I've got a lot. They're like, you should be a new producer, and I'm like, yeah. Hey, we'll keep it in mind. That. You're young. You've got <laughs> yeah. plenty of options. Guys, thanks so much. It's always a delight to talk to young people here, because you guys are our future. Yes, thank you so thank much. You so oh, much. thank you. <laughs> well, this is a first for Don Wick and I. Um, this is the first time we will have had a uh, a two-year running interview with a fair-goer. You may remember him from last year. His name is Finn, and he was probably one of the first people that sat and talked with us here at the uh, Meyer Sign Fair History booth. And I'm very pleased to say that he's back again, looking another year older and another year handsomer. Uh, Finn, how you been doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. How's this last year been for you? Pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah? How so? What's been, what have been the highlights of uh, the past year since we talked to you at the 2022 Skagit County Fair? Well, I made a lot more friends. I made a lot new friends. A lot more new friends. A lot more new yeah. friends. Um, I got more into skateboarding. I have oh, a really? longboard now, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, I got into bread making. Bread making? Yeah. How did you, okay, how did that happen? How did you get into bread making? I've always liked to bake, but then um, one time I just, my friend asked me if I would make him some cinnamon swirl bread. I'm like, sure, and I did. I just loved make doing it. And what, got, what other kind of breads do you make? I make a lot of sourdough bread and just like, Ooh rustic bread like you know just a loaf of bread for dinner you know yeah, i'll great. start it in the morning and it'll be done by dinner wow yeah i bet your parents love that oh yeah they do. <laughs> is your are either of them blaming you for, for i know i know at my age fan i have to be careful about how much bread i eat <laughs> no they the thing is though like it makes a big mess you know because i'm a messy person and there's a lot of flour involved yes, so there it's is. huge mess in the kitchen that i have to clean up every time yeah. Yeah. so what is your involvement in the fair this year 
just coming to the just fair. Just attend? What do yeah. you like? What, what are some of the things you find enchanting at the fair? I, I love all the booths, like this one, all the booths. You know, just going up, looking at the booths, seeing what they have. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of the fair. Sure. Yeah. And also the food. You know? And also the food, yeah, of the course. Food, okay. Have you had any bread yet? No. <laughs> I had some donuts. Oh, oh well, there really you go. Good. All right. Over there. Yeah. Best donuts I've ever had. Oh, seriously? Yeah, they're like, they're like, like parts of them are crispy on the outside, but then the inside is like super gooey and warm. Oh. So good. Oh, man, you're making me hungry, and I just ate. By the way, if you've never tried them before, I would also suggest trying beignets. Have you ever had a beignet? No. Okay, you should give that a try. They're really awesome. What is it? Well, it's kind of hard to describe. It's it's <laughs> Basically, it's fried dough, but I, so maybe it's kind of like donuts. I, I don't know. Kind of like donuts. Yeah, kind of like donuts. It's a French thing. Beignet is, is, a, is a... It's a fancy a, name for donut. It's a fancy... Thank you, Don. Perfectly said. Um, well, Finn, do you think you ever might want to enter something that you've baked at the fair? Because, you know, that is an, an entry category. It is? Oh, yeah. Oh, you I should, can't remember that. Uh, no, you should definitely consider that, my yeah. friend. No, I, I would have, if I had known about it, I would have done it this year, but I came back from a camp yesterday night. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it was, it was a long drive. It's down in Oregon in a town called Antelope. <laughs> Antelope. Eight-hour drive. Oh, man. And on the way back, we popped a tire. Like, the tire just burst. Oh, wow. blew up for no reason. We're in this like random town for like three hours. Oh man! Well, I'm glad you made it in one piece, and you're here at the fair. That's awesome. Um, so you said you like to visit the different booths. Uh, anything in particularly interesting that you've learned this year at the fair? Something that you didn't know before? Oh, so it's in one of the barns. It's in the barn with like all the trains, you know. Yeah. It's got um, it's just like recycling uh, booth, right? Yeah. And they got a wheel you spin. But they don't give you a prize until you tell them one interesting fact you learned from the, like the boards about recycling and stuff. So what I learned was, uh, if if we put 20% less edible food into landfills, then there'll be 78,000 tons of food available for people to eat by 2025. All right, yeah, that's a good fact. That's to amazing. Know. Yeah, that's, that's a good cool. good stat, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, Finn, have you visited our next door neighbor here at the Butterfly Encounter? No, I haven't. Okay, you're going to have to go check that out because you'll learn some interesting things about butterflies from David, the guy that's operating it. It's a lot of fun. You can see people with butterflies on them. And yeah, yeah, I think you'll learn some new things there. Well, Finn, last time we talked to you, you were 12 years old. You're 13. How's it being uh, a teenager so far? Oh, no, I'm 14. You're 14. So yeah. that's right. You were wow, 13 14. last year. 14. Yeah. So, uh, what grade are you going to be going into uh, this fall? Uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Finn, I'll tell you what, I'm going to expect to hear from you next year. Are you going to come by and visit us? I might. I, you know, I'm starting to get a collection of these shirts. All right. All right. Very good, because you're, you're going to take another one home with you, buddy. All right. Okay. All right. Finn, thanks so yeah. much for coming yeah. by. It's really good to see yeah. you again. Thanks, Thank It's good to see you, too. I'm very excited to be doing this next interview, and uh, I'm here with Connie, and Connie has a memory of the fair that goes back years and years before I was uh, here in the Magic Skagit. We're here to talk about the Skagit County Fair Parade. 
Connie, uh, how long have you lived in uh, uh, the Skagit Valley, and are you here from Mount Vernon? I was born and raised in Edison. In Edison. I did move to Florida and Virginia, but brought my children back to raise them in Mount Vernon. Ah, and why did you make that decision? Small hometown community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell us about uh, tell us about what you remember from the parade. My father decided we needed to be in the parade, and so he dressed us up like old farmers, put pillows in our guts, and some shaving cream on the face with coffee grinds, so it looked like we had, you know, beards and <laughs> straw hats. And he had one of those old um, plows that yeah. you used with you pulled with a horse, put that on a dolly, had a, go- a donkey, and so the, my brother would hold a carrot in front of the donkey to get him to go. My sister, she pulled the donkey, you know, on the rain, and I held the plow. Oh, gosh. So we did that like three years in a row and won first prize. So we had these huge trophies for years. But after three years, we decided we were too old and too embarrassed to do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I understand. Having once been a kid, an adolescent, and a teenager, I get that. Do you still have the trophies? No, a couple of years ago, because downsizing, got rid of them. Oh, gee, I would love to see one of those. Don, were they still doing the parade when you started coming here oh, yeah. in 73? Yeah, oh, yeah, they were still doing the fair parade. Yeah, morning, what, what, morning, it was Saturday morning. That's when the fair ran Thursday through Sunday, and the fair parade was on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, what year it stopped, I don't know. but it, uh, Yeah, it went down through downtown. That was when downtown yeah. Mount Vernon was it, still alive and kicking. And it went to the fair. Yeah. The yeah. fair through yeah. downtown and to the fair. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And there's still a fair parade at the uh, Stanwood Camino Fair. Uh, they still do a fair parade on Saturday morning. Oh, okay, okay. Connie, what are your what are your favorite memories? I mean, aside from being in the uh, in the parade as a kid, what are your favorite memories of the fair growing up? Um, coming and looking at all the exhibits and seeing what everybody did. And the animals, and the of animals. course. Yeah, yeah, the animals. Yeah. It's like I brought my granddaughter today to come look at all the animals. So that's your favorite part of the fair, the animals. Yeah, looking at the animals. Yeah, I know, crazy. <laughs> no, that's there's some great animals here. Yeah. And look at all the 4-H, the kid, and FFA, the kids that are involved in their responsibility and taking care of the animals and teaching the animals. Just, it's just wonderful to watch. Well, and to me, coming to the fair is about the animals. I lived in California for 10 years and went to the fairs there. There's no animals at the fair. No so animals? to me, that's not a fair. That's yeah. not a fair. Yeah, no, I, I don't know how they say it's a fair. It's just... You know, booths and exhibits and you know stuff, but yeah, no animals. Yeah, one of the one of the things I hear people say a lot about uh, this fair and um, the Stanwood Camino Fair, for example, compared to you know fairs in other places, is I often hear them say it's a lot less commercial. It is. It yeah. is. It, it's, it's tiny, small, easy to get through. You know, you don't have to spend all day. Yeah. And especially with a little one that's you know three, they wear out after a few, you know, three, four hours anyway. So yeah. it's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, over the years, I mean, here you are, it's 2023, you're back at the fair. What do you find are the biggest differences when you think back to your uh, earliest memories of the fair? How much it has it changed? How much of it stayed the same? It seems it smaller. It seems like they've gotten rid of stuff, a lot of stuff. They used to have, God, I don't know why, I was thinking the tractors or something like this, you know, stuff. And then they always had the pig races. And I don't see those going on. Um, you know, there was. And even if for a number of years, it was a rodeo out here as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I do know it's a great fair, though. Yeah, it is. Yes, 
very community orientated. So that's it's very nice to see the community do this. When you think back, um, do you have any particular favorite memories that you've taken with you over the years of being at the fair? No, I think when I got old enough for the rides. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the rides. So that got me hooked to where I wanted to go to Disneyland. And I love rides and roller coasters. So. Oh, great. Well, Connie, it's good to see you back at the fair. We hope we'll see you here again next year. And I really appreciate you sitting down with Don and I and sharing Thank that you. memory of uh, the parade as a kid because uh, that's not a memory anybody else has shared with us at this point. And there's probably a lot of people who, like myself, who would not have even realized that that was part of the fair going back years ago. So thanks so much. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. Thank you, Connie, very much. You know, one of the great things about the fair, it's not just the entertainment, uh, the food, um, but there are some fantastic exhibitors out here. And uh, there's an awful lot you can learn. And there's some really interesting folks uh, that you get to meet. And uh, one of the booths out here that uh, I couldn't help but notice is uh, a group out here called uh, the Christian Motorcyclists Association. Um, and. Uh, I had to know more about them, so I invited the chapter president, Dwight, and uh, one of the other gentlemen in the association Chap who's the chapter chaplain, Tom, Tom Smalley, and uh, Dwight Kessner. Dwight, yep. did I get your name correct? Yep. That's, that's correct. All right, very good. And uh, they were kind enough to sit down here at the booth with me and uh, talk a little about who they are and what they do. So as the chapter president, Dwight, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. What tell us about the Christian Motorcyclists Association? Who are you guys? What do you do? I'd love to. Uh, we're a nonprofit uh, Christian Motorcycle Association. We are not a club. We are an association. So we buy our patches. We don't earn our patches. Right. We don't prospect to be a member. Right. Um, like I said, we're nonprofit, and what we do, we evangelize in the community. Uh, sometimes with the motorcycle community, but not limited to just the motorcycle community. Yeah. We do um, church visits. We do uh, uh, charity rides for like uh, Toys for Tots. Oh, great, uh, yeah. Toy yeah. runs, we do uh, cancer, uh, raise money for cancer um, treatment. We raise money for uh, vets. We wow. raise money for uh, just about any charitable organization. Sure. Anytime you see a group of 20 or more bikes, motorcyclists yeah it's because they're raising money for a cause yeah right so right. Um, but what we do is uh, we do prison ministries we oh, do wonderful. hospital visits we do all the big motorcycle rallies like Sturgis Daytona Bike Week Oyster Run um, so wherever there's motorcycles involved that's where you'll see Christian Motorcycle Association great um, I am the president of the Mount Vernon chapter, which is the Morningstar Riders uh -huh. here in Mount Vernon. And uh, we have a great group of men and women uh, in our chapter. And we just we just uh, preach the word and yeah. uh, praise yeah. the Lord and uh, get out in the community as much as we can to, yeah. to share the love of Jesus Christ to other people. To awesome, the, to awesome. The, to a dark and dying world. We, they need the light that we shed. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, um, we do a lot more. It's just uh, that's just kind of touching base. Yeah, really. Do. So we raise money. It's called Run for the Sun. This year we've raised 
over $6 million. Wow, that's incredible. And what that money goes for is we raise money for uh, uh, pastors in third world countries so they have transportation means to go to their churches. Sometimes one one pastor will have five to ten churches that they have to attend sure. on, a, on a daily basis. Yeah. And a lot of times they're walking to these churches. Oh. Sometimes, you know, quite a few miles they have to walk. Wow. So they, they join this program and then we, we will equip them with transportation oh, needs. Oh. So a lot of times we donate them motorcycles because we are a motorcycle uh, ministry. So we try to uh, equip them with motorcycles, but sometimes they're in such remote areas they don't have gasoline, yeah, so they, right. a motorcycle's not gonna do them any good. Yeah. So we've also donated horses, donkeys, uh, camels, bicycles, bicycles, bicycles whatever means of transportation they Boats. can use. Yeah. Wow. And another thing we do is, is uh, we print Bibles in in their native country. Right, oh and, my gosh. And give them Bibles. That's, uh, that, well, that is a lot that you're doing. And then not only that, but we also do the Jesus Film Project in their language. Oh, wow. So we, we teach them the story about the life of Jesus Christ wow. in their language. Now, when did the association start up? 1976 or 74. I think it was 1974. Wow. So we was the first Christian Motorcycle Association yeah. in the world. Wow. And we are actually the biggest Christian Motorcycle Association. And did you start here in the Skagit Valley? No. Oh, no. No, no we're chapter Arkansas. number 39. You're chapter number 39. Okay. So, so. Um, Arkansas. Yeah, we, there was 39 chapters before ours, so we've been around for quite a while. Yeah. And yeah. a pastor actually started it because he rode motorcycles, his son rode motorcycles, and he wanted to get closer to his son so he could mesh better, so he started yeah. motorcycles. So yeah. So. Now, Tom, as the chapter chaplain, uh, tell me how, how motorcycles and ministry kind of come together for you guys. The way it comes together is we're able to talk to other motorcyclists, be it whatever kind of motorcycles they ride, dirt bikes, street bikes, you know, everything. We, we talk to all of them and we do things with them, but we're able to go out and spend time doing stuff, being servants. Right, right. So, like we may go out and feed 500 people in the desert while they're doing a motorcycle race. Yeah. Or something like that. It's just, that's how we we do things. So we're able to talk to them about the Lord and pray with them and yeah. bless bikes. And you meet them where they live. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, absolutely. And highways and byways. We're changing the world one heart at a time. And a lot of times when I'm traveling like to Surges or uh, going to like the great national parks that we have in this country, like Yellowstone, Glacier, whatever, Yosemite, I wear my colors, and I'll be sitting on the side of the road just looking at some of the, the beauty that God has created in this world. And uh, people will come up to me and say, hey, you're a Christian motorcycle. Can yeah, you right. pray for my family? Can oh, you pray wow. for my brother? Yeah. Can you pray, yeah. pray for me? Yeah. And that's what we do. That's what, why we wear our colors. Sure. Because sure. I've earned the right to speak, which is mean, it means earn the right to speak. Yeah. So that means I can pray with people. Yeah. And I don't have to be an ordained minister to, yeah. to pray no, with people. No, you don't. So, no, you don't. that's what we do. So I got uh, one final question for you guys. Um, 
What kind of motorcycle do you ride, Dwight? Come on, is there any other kind? All right, I kind of figured that. Tom, how about yourself? I, I'm riding a Honda Goldwing right now. All right, a Honda But it doesn't Goldwing. matter what you ride, you no. get the same wind, and you yes. still can evangelize from any... Absolutely. We don't care if you ride a, a Vespa, a scooter, or whatever. Yeah. All right. As long as you're willing to spread the word and, uh, yeah, ride for God, ride for Jesus. Yeah, I'm so delighted that you guys stopped by and shared this with us, and uh, I wish you great success, and uh, hope to see you back here at uh, uh, future fairs. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll be here every year. All right. Excellent. All right. God bless. You too. Thanks, thanks for having us. Our next interview is with Jill Sprouse, and Jill is with United General District 304. And Jill, are you here uh, at the fair as an exhibitor? Well, we are here for the Family Resource Day, which is happening today from 10 to 4. And there's all kinds of resources for families and kids. Oh, all right. What such as? Well, as um, District 304, we are representing our pillars, and one of the pillars we have is the healthy eating pillar, Mm -hmm. and they do concrete and cedar woolly farm to school. They do um, food RX and a lot of different healthy eating initiatives, and we are we have little seedlings for kids to plant little plants. And the other thing that we're doing is we also um, do youth substance use prevention in the valley with coalitions in the different towns. And we have some medication lock bags for parents to lock up their medications. So young people or people who shouldn't have them get access to them, as well as Narcan, which can reverse an overdose. Oh, man. Um, Don, you've known Jill for a while? Yeah, for quite a while, and uh, it's uh, nice to see her here promoting healthy eating, curly fries. And <laughs> I know, that's yeah, a, the a irony balance, of being right? at the fair, but <laughs> it's a balance. We all have our indulgences. Yeah, yes. well, I know you eat a lot of corn dogs, so that's uh, <laughs> that's important. So, uh, uh, have you had a chance to um, mosey around the fair much today? I took a quick circle before I took my post at our table. Um, my child is currently with a wristband riding rides right oh now. Boy. His oh little boy. heart's content. Oh man. That's fun. Um, he thought it was real important to have zipper pockets so his phone doesn't fly out uh, in the yeah. zipper yeah. like it did last year. Good idea. It clanged around the cage. His phone f- threw out, uh, flew out last year? Yeah. Oh, oh gee. But he had a flip phone back then and it survived real well. I don't think his new smartphone would uh-huh. as well. Yeah. Jill, I'm curious, what what got you involved with uh, United General? Well, I've worked in prevention for a long time, and uh, the at United General District 304, we work with the Cedar Woolley um, Rise Coalition, the Burlington Healthy Communities Coalition, and the Concrete Resource Coalition. And those three coalitions are focused on substance use prevention for our youth and creating a safer, healthy community for our youth. And um, when you get the opportunity to work with community members for the same purpose, it's really, really rewarding. Mm-hmm. On our coalitions, we have parents and business people and um, law enforcement medical professionals, parents, kids. We have youth on the coalition. And it's really a great way to make community change because it's not about one person's goals. It's about the community. Yeah. 
What are the What are the biggest issues that out there uh, that, that you address? Well, we did a survey this past year of um, adults and youth in Cedar Woolley on what was their biggest concerns, and the adults responded very highly that youth vaping was a big concern. Oh boy. Um, kids are vaping cannabis and nicotine, whereas when the, we surveyed the youth, their biggest concerns were mental health and stress and anxiety. So if those two things go hand in hand, yes, because um, vape companies have positioned vapes as a way for folks to relax, to calm down, to deal with their stress, when in actuality, it actually increases yeah. anxiety and yeah. stress. So when kids are vaping to deal with stress and anxiety, they're actually increasing, not decreasing their stress and anxiety. So when kids say mental health is their biggest concern, we need to provide opportunities for youth to be able to manage their stress in healthy, productive ways and not go with things that make it worse, like vaping. Yeah. Yeah. Or substance use. Well, and another one you were talking about, which is near and dear to my heart, is both a, a parent and now a grandparent, is just healthy eating. Yes, yes. Um, and I'd like to think that one of the valuable things, I mean, we laughed about the irony of being at the fair with all these fried foods and things, but also at the fair what you do find is a lot of exhibitors that um, are talking about the importance of agriculture and growing food and organic food and healthy foods mm -hmm. and uh, you know that uh, to me is such an important issue. And it really is and for kids to learn that their food comes from the ground is, we all know that right as yeah. adults, but for a kid who doesn't know that they pull a carrot out of the dirt and they wash it off and they eat it. I mean, they're taught that dirt is dirty, you know, but it's not, right, it's clean. Right, well, there, exactly. there is clean and, and yes. dirty dirt, but um, teaching kids to really appreciate where their food comes from and how it can fuel their bodies. Yeah. And um, the farm to school programs in Cedar Woolley and Concrete are really amazing. And people can volunteer in the gardens and working with the kids and stuff. Oh, and wonderful. How would yeah. they go about doing that? They can contact us at United General District 304. Our website is amazing, but you can also call us at 360-856-2549. And how about telling us the website address the too, The website Jill? is United General org. Great. And we have, um, I talked about healthy eating, my pillar, which is the engaged youth and communities, but we also have active living pillar, which is the fitness center that's right on Highway 20, right in front of the hospital. You may oh, have seen all it right. before. All right. And that is a full gym. And we also have yoga classes and um, help with uh, seniors to get active and to you know get their bodies moving. We do walking senior strides right. where we go walking. Um, and then we also have a community and professional education department which does classes on CPR, uh, mental health first aid, um, QPR which is a suicide prevention program. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Um, overdose response, oh, which is Narcan, yeah, Narcan, and using Narcan. There's just a lot of different things that we're doing in the community to make it a healthier place for all Skagit Valley. Terrific. Jill, one last question. What's fueled your passion for what you do? 
Well, I'm a mom mm-hmm. and a longtime Skagit Valley member, and uh, I love teenagers. Anybody who knows me knows I love teenagers. Yeah. When I had babies, it was difficult, but when I had teenagers, I loved it. And um, teenagers often are discounted in our culture. Yes. But if you sit down and talk with a young person in their teens, you would be blown away by the things they have to say. And I want to lift up their voice and let them be heard and and really acknowledge their perspective is important. And um, I do. I just really, really love young people and allowing them the space to have a voice in our community. Well, if we could replicate you by a few more millions... uh... (laughs) Jill, I think the world would be a better place in the oh, meantime. So nice. I'm so glad that you're here uh, at the fair um, doing what you do because I've learned about a resource I didn't know about. And uh, I'm glad to have done that and really pleased that we'll be able to make this a part of our podcast series at the fair this year. Thank well, you thank so you, much. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Don Wick, for pulling me out of the booth where I was helping <laughs> kids plant little seedlings. This has been really fun and enjoyable. And thank thank you. you for all you do, Jill. Thank yeah, you. Jill. Take care. Thank you. Well, folks, this is my last interview of the day. And I tell you, I am really thrilled to be doing this because I'm here with a young man named Carter C. Now, if you read the Skagit Valley Herald or pay attention to the news, you probably have heard his name before. You may have seen his face before because he's kind of a celebrity. But I'm going to tell you the first thing I noticed about him was his curiosity. He walked into the booth, looked around, came up to me and said, so tell me what this is all about. And I love that sense of curiosity, Carter. And good for you. You're 11 years old, and I love the poise that you had in coming to ask me about this. So I'm going to introduce you to Carter. Uh, This is not Carter's first fair. Carter, you're 11, but you said you've been coming to the fair since you were five years old? Yep, about about that age. About that age. And um, what do you love about the fair, Carter? Well, I love always coming and smelling the great foods. Ah, the great foods. What are your favorites? Well, uh, there's this great Mexican place um, near the horses. Yeah. But I forgot what it was called. Oh, okay. It's really sad. Well, what do you, what, what, give me an idea of, of the food that you like, though. Describe, describe a fair food that is really, you think is really delicious. Well, I love elotes. Elotes, yes. All right, I got one for you. Have you ever tried a mango nada? Oh, yeah, they're really good. Oh, okay. You know, I just discovered those two years ago, and it changed my life. Awesome. So you're not afraid to try new foods? Nope. Nope? Good. I like that. Okay, so I want to tell you something about uh, Carter here. This is not his first interview, and the reason it's not his first interview is because, Carter, tell me the title that you got this year. Uh, Two Festival Ambassador. Tulip Festival Ambassador, the Tulip Festival Ambassador for 2023. And I think every year they choose two ambassadors, don't they? Yep, boy so, and a girl. Yep, yeah, boy and a girl. So who was the other ambassador? Uh, Harper McCowan. Harper McCowan. And um, how do you get to be a Tulip Ambassador? What does it take to become one? Well, you have to go uh, through like a little... So basically, the person will... Some uh, lady will come into your classroom and like tell you all about the Tulip Festival, how you can become the Tulip Festival ambassador. And they'll give out little cards that will show like where to go. Yeah. So it was at a church, um, I forgot where it was, but um, everybody like, it was over 100 people 
watching and about like 40 to 50 kids uh, trying to become the Tulip Festival Ambassador, yeah. all from different schools around. And Harper McCown and me, we're from the same school, Conway. What's, okay, Conway. And uh, <laughs> I was really scared when I went up there. Oh, really? But I told my speech and they had a mystery question thing where they would hand out a little basket to you and say, pull one. And there would be a little card in there that you could take out and you would give the question without looking at it to the person who was promoting the area. Okay. Like, it was Key Bank for when I was there. And he read out the question and then the woman who asked me, uh, like, Miss Washington asked, what do you think? My question was, what's your favorite, like, dream animal and why? Okay. Mine was hamster because they're really cute and adorable. <laughs> and then the thing that got everybody is that it would help for this stressful situation like this. Yeah, yeah. And that got everybody laughing. Uh-huh. Don't know why, but it did. It did. Well, what were your duties as a Tulip Ambassador? So you've got the title. What do you do? Well, for one, a special treat that we could have gotten was going to see a Seahawks, no, Mariners game. Oh, nice. But we didn't get that. You didn't? Because I don't think we raised, like, enough money. Yeah. And then also another thing is that we got to see the governor. Oh, okay. Uh, Inslee? Yeah, yeah, Governor, yeah, Governor Inslee. Yep. And also... Oh, I'm just trying to think for a couple seconds. Ooh, yeah, we also got to go to all the different tulip farms, oh, check nice. them out, go promote them, take pictures, let them post it on their website, and all the sorts of things. Great. What's the most interesting thing you learned about tulips, Carter? Was there anything you recall that you thought, wow, I didn't know that? They can be preserved for years. For years. And then planted again. All right. That's excellent. Like the bulbs. Okay. So what all are you going to be doing while you're at the fair besides this interview? Oh, well, the rest of it, I might spend some of my money, get some tickets, go on some rides. Go on some rides. Yes, last night, uh, we went from, like five to like nine just going on the zipper yeah yeah is that your favorite ride yeah it is yeah somebody told me i did, did an interview with a young lady today that said it's the most exciting if you sit on the left side of the zipper yep that's what i always that's the side i always sit on okay so now i've learned something again the left side of the zipper well, Carter, I can't tell you how honored I am that you've taken the time to sit here and let me interview the 2023 Tulip Ambassador. And um, how do you think being Tulip Ambassador changed your life? It changed my life by knowing, like, I can be remembered as something. Like, not a lot of people, like, get, like, to an opportunity like this. Yeah. Like, where... They sure don't. Yeah. Like, let's say... You have a nice life, you have a nice job, you nice you have a nice wife or something. But you never but you never really stand out. Uh -huh. What I'm grateful for is that I stood out for once, at least once in my life. Well, I have a prediction I'm going to make, Carter, and are you ready for this? And I want you to remember it. I have a feeling, a very strong feeling, that you're gonna be remembered for a lot of things in your life. 
This will be one of them, but there's going to be many, many others. And I want to thank you for sitting down and taking the time to talk with me today. I couldn't have thought of a better way to end this day at the fair. Thanks, Carter, so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I said a moment ago that I was probably doing my last interview of the day with Carter C., but I have Bryson that I'm doing an, uh, an interview with. And Bryson, you are eight years old? Yes. Eight years old. Bryson, how many times have you been to the fair? Is this the first time you've come to the fair? No, a second time. The second time. So you were here last Hello. year? Hello. Is that your brother, Bryson? Yes. And name Oi. Hello. And that's your sister. All right, Bryson, what do you like about the fair? What's your favorite thing? Hmm. Hmm. Wait, today? Oh, any time. Yeah, what's your favorite thing today? What did you like doing today at the fair? Um, does somebody make a McDonald's box? Oh, tell me about that. I see it when by um, a pet team. Animals? Yeah. Do you like seeing the animals at the fair? Mm-mm. You don't? That's a McDonald's box. Oh, where you can go and you can pet the animals, like Old McDonald's Farm. Old McDonald had a farm. And did you go pet the animals? Nope. Nope? How come? Because I hate animals. I hate animals. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what, Bryson? When you get a little older, you might really like the animals. I have an idea for you. I'm going to tell you an animal that you and your mom should go look at. His name is Little Wick, except he's not little. He's a great big bull. But I think you'd really like him. All right. Bryson, thanks so much for talking with me, man. I want you. I want to tell you about my school. Tell me about your school, Bryson. Um, I have friends at my school. Do you? How many friends do you have? I bet um, you have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. More than this many? I had two. Okay. Well, that's good. Are they good friends? Yes. What do you like to do with your friends? Um, just talk. Just talk. Have you seen any of your friends here at the fair? Nope. Nope? Well, maybe they'll come. Well, Bryson, thanks for telling me about your school. I thanks for telling me about the fair. I want you to talk with my sister really quick. Okay. Bryson's sister, say hello. Uh, hello. What's your name, Bryson's sister? What's Joanna. your name? Joanna. All right, Joanna. Are you having a good time at the fair? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Bryson. Joanna, thank you very much.